UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have back a familiar face. I think this is the fourth time she's been on my show. I have with me the amazing Elena Danan. I consider her a very good friend. Um, a little bit more about my guest in case you guys didn't know. She's very popular on YouTube and uh, and with her books, her book sales, uh, A Gift from the Stars, We Will Never Let You Down. Um, and and like she, what she started off as was an archaeologist. She spent many years working on diverse sites in Egypt, as well as France, studying Neolithic and pre-Celtic cultures. Hereditary shaman from the Volva tradition, she also studied pagan spiritualities, magic, and alchemy, and was trained and ordained as a certified druidess. Extraterrestrial contactee since childhood, Elena Danan became an emissary for the Galactic Federation of the Worlds. Her bestsellers, A Gift from the Stars, and We Will Never Let You Down, have marked our times and inspired millions of people. And I want to give her a big warm welcome back to my show. Elena, thank you for coming back on. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you, Robert, for welcoming me again. You were the first person who interviewed me on YouTube. You were the first one. And I really appreciate I was in the making of my, of my first book. I was showing the drawings on screen. It was it was funny. And uh, that's still there. That still... interview is still there for people to see. Like, I, I think it's wild. <laughs> like, what I wanted to get into today to, to start off with is, I don't know if you've touched, touched this yet, was this, I think you did, but the, the, the UFO, supposed, the supposed UFO yes. shootdowns, which I don't think it's real, but the, it, and does that tie into the Chinese balloons? What's all going on with that? So uh, first, it's not real. Uh, it's not extraterrestrial craft, at least not shot by F-22s because F-22s cannot sh shot extraterrestrial crafts. You need energy weapons for that, which the Earth has but didn't use. Very funnily, uh, there's a UFO even described as long cigar shape, like real stuff, and they just send F-22s knowing that they have energy weapons and uh, satellite um, lasers from space. No, they just use a simple military plane. So that doesn't make sense. Um, you know, so it's not extraterrestrial craft. They knew it from the start, but they suppose that people are stupid and uh, they believe, oh, UFO can be shot by a military F-22s, you know. Uh, we are not stupid. We know these things. We know yeah, that. It's... We've never been able to shoot them down before. You know, no, I mean, you know, <laughs> So well, I don't know why, how it would start now, you know, all of a sudden. What, what I wanted to ask you about was, um, so does, do you think these are all like, like, um, like, do you think this ties into Project Bluebeam? So there, there are two, two answers to that. It can be the, so what I, I believe me is that the project blue beam is a real thing that is planned by we know who um ds <laughs> but uh, it's the last card they want the ds wants to play and they were really about to do it so it we could see the start of the project blue beam but I I don't think the it's that's what it is after a second thought thought because you know um the earth alliance the white hats they're working you know at being more clever than the ds and the best thing is knowing that your enemy is going to do something you just 
at the grass under their feet and use their plan to turn turn them against them, then they cannot rule their roll their plans. Uh, so what I suggest regarding to what I know is that this is a white hat operation. Uh, bringing first doing that to the deep state and bringing people to the awareness of UFOs. Okay, um, if it was the the DS doing this, um, it would have gone further from now. Um, it we have a steel now. Nothing's happening. It's weird. No debris recovered. It's really weird. You know, uh, if it would be a tactic. Uh, to declare war against uh, China, um, we would already know about that. They would have gone further, but they don't even say, oh, it's Chinese things, um, the, the UFOs. Well, which is something's very important, okay? You pay attention. We're talking, we're hearing about UFOs. The deep state said now, recently, like last year or, or so, we're not seeing a UFO anymore. It's UAP. UFO, we don't employ this term anymore, said the deep state. Said it. But now it's UFO employed. So it's not, it's, that's a hint. You need to take the hints, okay? UFO, the deep state doesn't say UFO. They say UAP, okay? Yeah. So it's coming from somewhere else. Uh, now, um, the the DS said, "Oh, we we say it's not uh, the extraterrestrials. No, it's not that. That we've taken that out. It's not extraterrestrials." Now, the General Glenn Van Herc, who uh, is at the head of the NORAD, NORAD, was interviewed and said, "I am not ruling out the extraterrestrial idea. It may." He included it, okay? He's so another thing now. On January 7, 2023, uh, I was I had a communication from my contact, Thorhan Eredion, who is a Nordic uh, extraterrestrials working for the Galactic Federation of Worlds. I'm in contact with him since my childhood, anyways. He was commissioned to go into a facility in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And Thorhan and myself, we have this ability via technology to look, switch, look in, uh, through the eyes of each other. So we, we do that very easily. Now it's like usual. So he showed me where he was. He was in the Blue Ridge Mountains at the entrance of um, underground base of a shaft leading to a hangar where it was a landing bay with uh, extraterrestrial craft and triangular craft. Then uh, he showed me other pictures of when he was meeting. He met a general. First, I thought it was a, a five-star general because I saw quickly uh, on the shoulder pad Five shiny things. In fact, when I, I looked better, it was four stars and the pin, which which is the silver pin, which is the same uh, width at the stars. So it was a four star general. I saw him well, but you know, I'm I'm a French living in Ireland, so I'm not really aware of who's who in America. So I said to Michael Sala. Um, this and I made a video on that day, January 7. Michael Sala, uh, on the same day, said, Okay, here is a list of 44 four star generals. Identify him if you can. 44 guys I've never seen ever, and I, I didn't know anything about this guy, I never saw a photo before. And, um, okay, browse the list. No, no, oh, pow, that's this one. Okay, I said, Michael. It really looks like it's this one. I'm pretty much sure 99% it was this one. Michael said, wow, that's General Glenn Van Herc direct, um, at the head of the NORAD. I said, well, fair enough. He said, oh, no, no, yes. <laughs> okay, wow, great. Thorhan gave to this general um, a device, hand to hand, okay, because it was so important that it could not be broadcasted by 
any communication. So it was, it had to be someone giving to in, hand in hand to this general. And this was a device containing the, uh, all the plans for disclosure about extraterrestrials and space programs. And also there was a lot of um, scientific technology uh, um, blueprints in it as well. Fair enough, that happens. Uh, that happened January 7. Um, believed who wants, you know. But then recently, who was on all the TVs a month later, or like three weeks later, talking about UFOs and extraterrestrials? General Glenn Van Herc. I went, oh my God, we never saw him before. We never ever heard about him before. And wow. So that leads me to think that comes from the Earth Alliance. That's my take on it. We know what's so interesting is this all ties into uh, what had happened like uh, earlier this month when I um, when I talked to that lady, Mary Joyce, and I made that video with her. And in there, she talked about that, like, um, well, I'll, I'll, for the fans that don't know, that Michael Salas said that there was like possibly a Galactic Federation meeting in the like somewhere around that area, somewhere in, in, in around that area. Then I talked to Mary Joyce and she said she had a witness and Mary Joyce doesn't know you were Michael Sala. And she said she, she had a witness that said he saw a craft that day or around that around that area. And you that shared day. my video. I remember you shared my video because it was kind of like confirmation on like what Dr. Sala said, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, I give my information to Dr. Sala uh, directly and uh, he makes the research and uh, he finds all the collaboration and he's quite mind-blowing away you know um yes so i saw your video you you actually sent me the link uh or you posted it on anyway and you said oh look it's confirming what dr salah and elena Danan said wow i clicked on that i looked the the timestamp and i went oh, yes <laughs> Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> so, so is that what was happening? Was there like, was it Thorhan and like, what, like emissaries or like, what was it? Like, was it a whole Galactic Federation meeting? And what do we know about the plans for disclosure? Like, what do they say? Is it going to be, is it kind of like a slow drip or like, do they want to move things up like fastly as far as like disclosing to the public? Uh, I wouldn't say fast. Uh, I would say it's the plans have been changed, updated. Okay, and um, so it was a group of uh, a very small delegation of the Galactic Federation of Worlds, and Thorhan was the one commissioned to give this device to this general. Uh, we must keep in mind that the Galactic Federation of Worlds is working with the U.S. military since the 1950s. So uh, that's not that was not an encounter. That was it. they worked together since you know 1950s. So um, the yeah, that's interesting. That's so interesting that this is all happening now. I I know that you said you didn't have new information about this, but I still wanted to bring it up anyway because my fans might not know about it as much as the the the, the waking up of the giants and the space arms. Mm. Like, what does that tie into this? And does that does that have something to do with disclosure? All is linked. Everything is linked. The the waking up of the giants in stasis in the arcs and the holes of records is also part of the disclosure. And the people from inner earth also coming up at the surface. Everything that was hidden is revealed. It's all everything is coming together. And everything is ready, you know, and waiting for the, the first to start and then the others follow the giants um you know when we said they were sleeping the exact thing fact is that it these are avatars like spacesuits to be able for beings extraterrestrial beings to be able to breathe and live in the conditions of this planet so there's nobody sleeping in them. It was just bodies kept biologically uh, in stasis. When the, the body is activated, it's when 
the the consciousness of the the being a being somewhere in space is going to transfer their consciousness into these bodies and they wake up to this uh in this body and uh and they do what they are uh, meant to do um for them you know time is different um these bodies have been there since uh, Ten tenth of thousands of years, and uh, but for the, the consciousness, the being who used to inhabit these avatars, they left at the moment these avatars were put in stasis. So and they they did their life in space wherever they went. Now they are back and they are reintegrating these bodies. But the time they spent is different, maybe probably shorter. You know. Yeah. Um, one of the things when we emailed each other that you talked about was um, you said that um, when I asked you about topics we could talk about, you said um, the one of the things would be like possibly like main, mysterious ruins all over our solar system. What has Anki brought back that is implemented for the medical technologies to the point that in fact is not imposed and people will have free choice to try or not. And also Saturn and different tech that civilizations and the exopolitics around Saturn. Do, do we, did you want to talk about any of that stuff? Yes. Um, there's something very important that has happened around Saturn, and that in, implies a lot of uh, data around it. Saturn was a concession. Uh, it was uh, of the Anunnaki. It belonged to uh, Anu. Very long time ago, this galaxy was owned by an empire that is known and called by many different civilizations the old empire it was the anunnaki empire the anu empire anunnaki are not one species one race they are different breeds different race you have human anunnakis you have reptilian anunnakis you have gray anunnakis you know anu uh, is was at the head of this empire and he he own now he owns only one third of the galaxy. It's really going smaller and smaller, and he's giving away back. Is is done anyway? Saturn, uh, Saturn was in the custody of Enlil and Marduk both. Enlil, Marduk has been uh, they got rid of him. I don't know what happened of him, but he's not here anymore. And Enlil has been. Uh, transfer somewhere else he's been removed from this star system still alive but is not is not allowed to come back and then that's at that moment that the cedars came back and enki came back at the same time in the nibiru ship enki has given back saturn to the earth alliance to the the only and most advanced well the most advanced indigenous civilization in this star system which is earth the most most advanced and indigenous civilization it's it's now saturn has been officially given into the custody of the earth alliance it's your solar system it's yours now you do whatever you want after that with that and that was very, very, very important. The 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 you know the passing of the the ownership uh, happened actually on the moon, Mimas, um, closest moon of Saturn. Yeah, I saw something on your channel about that. The you, yes. you talked with Chris O'Connor. I was wondering what that was. The Mimas agreements. What what is that? What, uh, if you don't mind me asking, like I didn't get a chance to watch it because I do so many interviews. Like I didn't get a chance to watch I'm the, the video. Same. Like, <laughs> I watch yours though. <laughs> well, um, you watch yours. I just don't get to watch no, all of them. I don't. We all we all put out so much no, content. You say, know what I mean? Like I know, all... I know, I know. It's not to say that, but you know, I uh, I love watching. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Mima's agreements. Chris O'Connor has been an, uh, in the secret space programs, and he has had uh, a mission on Mima's, and this mission on Mima's actually is still active. Uh, remember you know, to your audience that the space program you enroll for a number of 
decades, normally it's, normally it's 20 years, can be more, and you are brought back in time. So you can be actually living your life and having yourself, uh, you know, performing your SSP somewhere in the star system. And it's you, it's still you, you know, that's double of you. And that's what's happening for Chris O'Connor. He still has his altar. It's not his altar, it's himself in the it's in the present, but it's like the future present anyway. It's difficult. Uh, on Mimas, performing his mission. And what he, was his job is, his job is diplomat. He's an um, enrolled, recruited in the space program of the United Nations. So working for Earth is um, a United Nations um, diplomat. So he is involved into representing the United Nations in front of extraterrestrials. That's his task. So, and he was part and, you know, of the MIMAS agreement. And he could recall a lot of things. And I wanted to interview him. I didn't ask him a lot of questions privately. I want that to be raw and, and you know, um, uh, spontaneous. So he described what happened there and... I was delighted because he described the Anunnaki uh, uniforms. He described uh, Ia and Ki. He likes to be called Ia. That's better. Uh, and he didn't know it was him. He didn't know it was him. And the way he described him, I went, oh, wow. You saw him. You actually saw him. He went, oh, wow. Yes, that's the same description. Um, so... Um, Yes, he was there and he was representing Earth, uh, not, well, the United Nations. There were many other uh, Earth um, uh, organizations represented as well, all white hats, of course, Earth Alliance. Uh, he said there was, he saw the Navy, he saw Navy uniforms and uh, US Air Force uniforms uh, and also other countries. I have a question. What what role does uh, Enki's son Thoth play, or if he was if he was Enki's son? I, I know Gerald Clark thought he was, but I, I was a big fan of Gerald. He died, you know. But like he he uh, he always thought that like maybe Ningshida or Thoth was like he possibly had like this mission to kind of help mankind, like like that he was kind of our teacher throughout the, the throughout mm. all these hard times. Like he might have been Buddha, he might have been Jesus, he might have been. Um, Melchizedek he might have been um, I don't know if you agree with that and like but like if if you don't like what do you think like Thoth's mission was what is or, or what do you think I do I do not know about uh, reincarnations of Ningishida as uh, spiritual leaders masters like Jesus or Buddha I, I I'm I never heard about that but it's possible always say yeah. it's not because I haven't heard about it it's not you know Ningishida was, yes, he was a head of Enki scientist, and he he was known as Jehuti, which uh, no thought is the Greek name for Jehuti, the Egyptian name. Ningishida was also Quetzalcoatl, and he lived with Ia in Atlantis. And when things start to go belly up in Atlantis, uh, the high, the, the elite of the scientific class decide to uh, go and hide the technology and knowledge in different parts in the world, like holes of records, for instance. So Ninkish Sida was uh, the one who led the operations. He went in Egypt. He went and his last, he went to in South America and he, he left. The The last uh, step was under Florida. And he left his uh, avatar there and he went back, his consciousness went back to space, to whatever body he had over there. He taught, he spent time, he, he taught humanity about a very deep um, spiritual knowledge, alchemy, as, um, astrology, technology, and especially consciousness. He wanted more than giving giving technology to uh, people who cannot understand this technology. <laughs> What's the point? What he did, he, gave, he left the technology in some places hidden 
but it taught the locals how to develop their consciousness and pass on this knowledge to be able one day that their descendants, when the time is right, are taught how to use these technologies because these technologies uh, involve consciousness. This is how you see the, the mystery schools. That's how you saw the alchemy schools, the the, the Egyptian um, mystic traditions and also the Druids uh, in the uh, European continent who also carry this uh, knowledge as well. So that's the work of Ninkish Siddha. That's he tried, Yes. Yeah. Now, one Another thing you wrote about was uh, you wrote about this Eden lab on a Nibiru ship. I don't know if you ever went over yes. that either. Is that, is that, what's, what's that all about? <laughs> Yes, I saw it. I saw it. Uh, it's absolutely stunning. Uh, it's uh, you know every ship has usually they they, they have their uh, their garden, their parks there because they they travel for a long time. But an Eden Eden is an extraterrestrial word for biodome, uh, and I see I've seen the Eden on board the Nibiru ship. It's a laboratory, so you have a, a like. It's like a jungle, it's it's biodome, and in a corner, not a corner, but there's, there's an area where you go and there's a clearing and you have domed buildings, with little rectangular buildings, and you enter by one rectangular building and you go into the domes building, it's quite big. The, the, the Nibiru ship is, is very big, it's as big as the moon, you know, it's, it's not even bigger, it's enormous. A big sphere and you and inside it's laboratories right it's holographic technology and they uh they they study life life forms and they they're scientists ai is a scientist is a scientist so that's what the Eden is. And that's where was man, man, manufactured, uh, engineered, sorry, I'm French, I'm looking for my words sometimes, uh, engineered um, Adam, Adam. The first man, the first, the, the, is that, is that, and so did they, do you think they made the the Adamic race on this Nibiru ship? Yes. Or in this Eden and then kind of transplanted it onto earth? Yes, 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 yes. Um, Enlil, who was the, the chief of armies, commander, um, you know, Enlil was a different race, he was a half reptilian, and uh, they don't have, they have way less empathy. So he was, he, he ordered Ia and Kate to uh, take these uh, blackheads, as he called them, a uh, group of humans, and like alter them to make them slaves, you know, and uh, and he said, okay, he didn't have really the choice. Okay. What's interesting? Oh, Experiment. you know, oh, uh, we don't hear the, I, okay, I had a sound problem. And so Enki said, okay, new experiment. Um, and, but when he looked into it, he went, oh my goodness, these creatures have 11 extraterrestrial DNA is already they are the product of another experiment it was the cedars and he said oh my god I'm going to they look amazing I'm going to to study them and when he discovered the potential he went wow I'm going to activate them I'm going to exalted scientists you know I'm going to activate them so and he 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 worked on his own. It, it was his project, and he created, uh, engineered Adam, and he, Adam was perfect. He was uh, all the strands of DNA were activated, and from Adam he created, he engineered a different uh, series of females, uh, and the one we called Eve was the most perfect. So he engineered Eve, Eve from his. From Adam's DNA, that's why they said she came from his rib. It's not the rib, lads. It's his DNA, um, you know. And, uh, well, these two were super activated. And what the story of the, the tree of life and the snake and the apple, etc. The The tree of life is the DNA. The serpent is the kundalini. 
that is activated. And the apple is the final gland and represents the knowledge in all the mystical traditions. Isn't it true that the Enki had um I, I the Enki had the serpent symbol as well, and that was kind of like the caduceus, uh, which is like the now it's like our medical symbol, right? Yes, it's like the, the exactly intertwined around the pole. Two serpents, yes. Yeah, That's and and Lil, yes, and and Lil had the the, the eagle. Well, when uh, when Enlil uh, finally learned about that, he was furious. He was really pissed off. So he came into the Eden and he expelled these two humans. He 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 wanted to kill them, but Enki managed to make them escape in a pod and send them to Earth. And he looked for them for a long while. He finally found them. And then things kept much more secret. <laughs> and uh, Enki looked after this bloodline, this Adamic bloodline, who ended up by Christ Jesus and uh, continued later through Jesus' descendants. But uh, so this bloodline has activated magical powers, which are natural and which are the, the, the abilities as everyone should have at the moment we activate our DNA. That's what the serpent has been uh, demonized. And, you know, um, now I'm, I'm reaching out to a, a part of the story where um, it's very difficult to talk about because I have a tremendous respect and honor for people who put their faith into a religion because they want to believe in a better world. But to be raw, uh, Enlil was at the creation of what is known now as the Vatican. The Roman Empire became the Holy Roman Empire. And all of this has changed the narrative to make people slave. He managed it. He managed. He, he he managed to. He had a war with Enchius. That's why Atlantis was destroyed because Enki lived on a, in Atlantis. Okay, uh, and Enki sent a meteorite on Earth, and it, in the uh, the ice cap, then there was a tsunami that just wiped everything. Um, that's the end of Atlantis. But you know. Um, the Catholic Church of the Vatican has put all their power to enslave humanity, that humanity uh, hate anything that's related to snake, serpent energy, uh, the ancient pagan traditions who have the kept the knowledge of the Druids. Um, I'm a Druid, I know what I'm talking about this. Wow. Yeah, the struggle is real. Um, with these people and you know, we can extend this topic a lot one thing i want to um, ask you about i i, I just I, I had to ask you about this was your video that you did on twin flames because like i'm going through something right now i told you about it before the show and i was just wondering like what 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 you were like i i listened to it because i felt like i recently lost my twin flame like and i I, I don't know. You know, I, I wonder if we have missions here on Earth, like that we're, we're supposed to fulfill and whether we're with our twin flame in a past lifetime or if they come back to us and maybe like things aren't meant to work out and then they maybe they come back later. But like, um, can you talk about your video that you did on twin flames a little bit? That's I yeah. thought that was very interesting. First, I um, I can comment that you don't lose you never lose your twin flame. You just disconnect, but you are always connected. And this, these plants, this is this has been chosen by the both uh, in the couple before incarnating, of what they were going to do, how they were going to react, uh, how sometimes one can uh, trigger evolution in the other. What is commonly done for people who are uh, envoys, I mean, uh, extraterrestrial souls in human Terran bodies. In order to perform the mission of the envoy, means saving this planet, <laughs> awakening humanity, 
they they use twin flame couples very often. They send one on Earth and one stays uh, in a ship or planet or somewhere else. That the one above is going to send uh, data and information to the one on the ground. And this link is quantum. It's not hackable. It's absolutely safe. It doesn't use technology, nothing. It's consciousness. It's like it's a quantum entanglement. So that's extremely used. That's why uh, many people, so many people on Earth, they say, oh, I know my twin flame is somewhere in the universe and they feel cold, cold, you know. And uh, yes, you've chosen that before. Uh, a few lo few lucky ones, we say lucky, uh, can be, um, um, have decided to, to incarnate both on Earth because they chose a different mission. Um, but usually yeah, there's one on the ground, one upstairs, and the one on the ground passed through transfer of consciousness into a baby and birth, you know, and the one above has only still in or her body. And is it like, is all the time, or can can both souls be on earth at some point? So like- yes. So, yes, so you can possible. have your okay. I see what you're saying. So it can yeah. be it can be either or. You can have your twin flame on this earth, or they can be on the ship. Like yes, but you 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 always know. Like you, you kind of have that know. knowing, right? You know, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, okay, another thing I wanted to go over was uh, a video you did on the grays and QHHT. Ah. I thought this was really important. Like, because I deal with a lot of QHHT practitioners. Um, can you can you talk about that a little bit? Okay. Um, always look at the fruit. Always look at the fruit. Always look at the narrative, the actions. Okay, how can I put that? Many uh, QHHT practitioner, uh, I mean, I own all these people. They are helping humanity awakening. They are great. But they, they need to be very careful because the greys, the Orion greys who have left this world and knew they would lose at one point had prepared their defeat by breeding hybrids and extra and you know extraterrestrial hybrids into the population for decades and decades and decades in order to one day bring these hybrids on earth i'm not talking of the people born from this hybridization who live among us these ones are cool you know uh, we're all hybrids at one stage we are aware hybrids from the start when the cedars just mingle with the little animal you know so anyway but i'm talking about particular hybrids, the hybrid greys, which have been kept on the ships, grey ships that are not on earth. And these ones look like greys. Okay. They don't look like humans. And these ones are to, to be care very careful because these ones have programs. So the greys have been expelled. They cannot physically come back. But there, I don't know where these hybrids are, but if they have implanted programs in the heads of people who have been abducted to welcome the hybrids. Nobody wants to welcome the greys back. Of course we don't want. But the hybrids, the hybrids, the little children, these women who have been uh, presented their babies with the emotional bond and they, they will never say one thing bad about hybrids. This is freaking wicked this is horrible playing on the emotion of a mother this is these guys have no empathy so now a lot of people mainly women it's it's mostly women because of the maternal bond um have these implantations or sometimes they are even in contact with the gray they want to go for a qhht session okay However, whatever the protection you take, the person, even if it's the best QHHT practitioner in the whole world, doesn't matter. The client comes, has it, it brings this thing within them, okay? 
and during the session these things can act and play and when it is in contact with the gray oh wow my goodness these are the galactic champions in deception you are dealing with an intelligence that computes hundreds of times faster than yours is it like you an cannot... ai would you say it's like an ai Yes, it's the same type of intelligence, but it's 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 grace. It's uh, it's not AI. It's a uh, hive consciousness. Um, it's biologic, but it's the same. It's similar. It's similar. Okay, you cannot fight that. And they will use because they're inside. They are playing out uh, your mother, your grandfather, your husband is deceased, uh, and so they are going to speak through you. Uh, they can even play your higher self or play because they know they are in your head. They know everything about you, so they can pretend to be you in another life as well. You know, but how can you tell? It's so difficult. The the QHHT people have no clue. First, feel the frequency. What do you? What do you feel in your intuition, in your gut? Is that do you feel comfortable? Do you feel that something wrong? Be very attentive to your feelings and look at the fruit. What they are going to do, if it is a gray influence, they are going to push the gray hybrid agenda. Welcome the hybrids back. They are, that's a lie, they are us from the future. They, they, that's a freaking lie excuse me our language the future is human we are humans we're not grays we don't want to be grays in the future okay they are not us in the future that is a lie that is a, a nonsense okay they pretend that to make us believe and okay yeah let's welcome them all oh, poor things they didn't their race was uh, race was dying and they need our dna millions of abductions per year over 70 years to get a sample of DNA to renew a race, what do you need? One male, one female, two people. That's it. So, you know. Yeah, like, why did they do all those abductions for years? And, like, I still have people that are, like, I believe you that the gray, you said that the gray is left, but I'm still getting people. And I wanted to talk to you about this. I'm still getting mm -hmm. people who are saying they're having negative abductions. And, I, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm like, and, and I don't want to doubt them because I don't want to ever call any, I don't, I don't like to doubt anybody, but like, I'm thinking, well, maybe this is my lab, you know what I mean? Or, or, or do you think that there might be still some pockets of grays operating inside the earth or something like this, that? Or like, how do we know? You know what I this mean? This is, yeah, this is the earth military. This is not the grace. This is not the Orion grace. This is the Earth militaries. And the Earth military also works with hybrids, gray hybrids, reptilian hybrids. Uh, and they use these people to pretend abductions. So oh, when you think it's extraterrestrials, uh, you're not going to try to blame uh, the Earth governments, the Earth military, you know, the dark hats. Yeah. So do, do the dark yeah. hats have their own like extraterrestrials they use? I know Judy Carroll from australia yeah. talks about that she talks yeah. about that they yeah. there's like these reptarians or something and they're like they yeah. they're they're uh yeah. they're working yeah. with the government or something like that yes 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 it's it's uh it's reptilian or gray hybrids and uh, that are working with the dark programs you know but all, all of this is being stopped and fought at the moment it's 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 withering but it's still uh, abductions going on we need to remind some to to keep in mind something. It's a temporal war, and this can be things from the past that are going to do abductions in the future. For instance, it may be a gray ship that real Orion Greys that were in the 1940s, and they say, "Oh, I'm going to we are going to abduct someone in the 2020s." You know, they can't do that. They can't do that. Yes. Oh, okay. That makes a yeah. lot of sense. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. Like, yeah. because like, I, it, that 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 actually makes a lot of sense. Now I understand. Yeah, because like, it, it's it's so it, it's not only that we're we're fighting like a, a war in space. We're fighting like timeline wars too. Yes, yes, yes. It's a temporal war as well. Yes, totally. Our future has timeline has been stabilized. It's stable. I don't know how or why, but I, I'm 
certified at its table. We are heading towards victory. We have won and we are heading towards a great prosperous future. It's just we need to finish the job on earth. You know, we need to finish the job and clean the mess. Well, uh, so, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, so what do you think the future looks like for humanity? Does it look bright to like kind of summarize on everything? Yes. Um, the way, it's like a train that you cannot stop. Okay. Uh, the train needs is running very fast uh, on the rail and, ne and needs to still go through the, the shit, the, the dangerous forest, but it's going ahead. The future, well, all the patents, the 6,000 and more patents, technology patents that have been uh, blocked by the deep state will be released. I was shown the future twice and... Um, what struck me first, besides the technology, of course, I saw the technology, a lot of anti-gravity and holographic technology, but what struck me is the, the quality of the earth. It's brighter. And from my travels, when it's brighter, when the light is brighter, it's in a higher density. So we are going there. We're shifting in a higher density for good. The air was cleaner. Of course, no more fossil fuels. Uh, nature was all over the place in harmony with, uh, with, with uh, the cities, the, the architecture. It was all symbiotic environment, the whole planet. And the earth was happy and breathing and healthy. And um, I remember when I was shown this through a looking glass device, I wondered, the earth looks less populated and i had like a <laughs> of course when you realize that people who and then the the answer came straight at me the colonies i heard the colonies what the colonies the colonies <gasps> yes of course the earthlings are blossoming into space and living in on other worlds we release the pressure on earth and they have we have colonies on on, on mars on, on other places in the star system on alpha century uh, other places as well um humanity is breathing and expanding and uh there's a sense of peace you know serenity serenity that's nice. That, that, yeah, that, I, I mean, I, I hope our future is like that. I, I, I trust you. Uh, one, one more thing I wanted to ask you about was, that I thought was awesome was that you had that guy from Spooky to Rife back on your channel. And yes. I love that. I, I love that video. Like, um, I use his videos all the time. I love Rife technology. Like, I think everybody should use it. I've used it for like the smallest of ailments, like when I've had nosebleeds you know, and I was working in the cold and I would have nosebleeds, I would turn that on and it would just, I would put on a nosebleed rife thing and it would stop it right away. Like, I'm not even kidding you. You know what I mean? And uh, I just, I just love it. Like what made you want to um, talk with him? And um, he has a new technology out, it looks like, or from what it showed on your channel. Yes. So John White uh, from Spooky2 is the creator of Spooky2. He's not the inventor of the Rife technology, but he created a device that he put accessible for everyone. Uh, it has uh, now he's working, he's working also with a um, cold laser technology. And also I uh, saw so every time I uh, help him introduce this. Now it's an um, portable electromagnetic field a uh, pulsing device with coils and you put the coils where it hurts and it stops hurting and it heals it's the thing is um when you have uh, a disease or a wound you're hurt at that place your electromagnetic field weakens that's how you know that the healers can detect uh, problems in the body passing their hands and what this little device does it's that it um increases the, the electromagnetic field through the coils wherever you put them so it heals the the problem uh, I, I tried it for myself I never 
promote something I don't try for myself. So uh, I always uh, ask, so I receive for free uh, a device. That's always my gift for doing that. So I try it and uh, then I say, okay, it works. Let's do a video. <laughs> I had an injured foot. I couldn't put my foot on the ground because I fell. I, I broke it, broke it. Uh, one week, half an hour per day, it was gone forever. We could wear high oh. heels do hiking um it was like not in high heels but <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah he's great john white yeah well oh, well oh one more thing i wanted to tell you was about the deems device um the dawn oh. the soldier's voice dawn she used the deems device on me remotely she told me she wanted to try to do some healing on me so i was sitting here at like 11 o'clock at night like you know, and I didn't think anything of it. I thought, I thought, okay, you know, you can try it. I, I was like, I'm open to it though. And then next thing you know, I, I felt like this, like calming over my body. And I felt like almost like my body was being massaged. So I don't yes. know, like if the deems is that powerful. I feel like it is. I feel like it, it really like, oh, you have yours. Mm. This is very powerful. It creates an electromagnetic field uh it's 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 very powerful and it creates a vortex in fact uh here so you can put he had pyramidal crystals that i, I have also it uh, it's uh it's a technology chris o'connor brought back from his uh experience in the space program for the united nations is it's uh extraterrestrial technology that he saw and he was uh, allowed to reproduce so uh, uh you, i'm actually you, amazed yeah I'm, yeah I'm 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 amazed at the healing that she was able to do like i feel a lot better like yes. i actually i actually felt it you know and she's in like another state and i'm up here in pennsylvania yes. and like i i definitely felt it you know when i was abducted as a child nine years old uh i was healed in the the pleiadian ship by such a device it was very interesting when i said that to chris he went wow i said I, sh I showed him my drawings that are in my in my first book. Myra, uh, the the scientist, the medic on the on the ship, she used that behind my head to uh, fry the, the the implant I had. Yeah, it was amazing. That's yeah. amazing. That's really cool. Um, well, I don't have any other questions. Uh, do you want to tell everybody? Thank you, first of all, and this was fun. And do you want to tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find your books, and? Yeah, much love and thank you. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. <laughs> thank you, Robert. Uh, it's always a pleasure. I mean, people just subscribe to this his channel because uh, he's great. I really like Robert. But anyway, um, yes, um, I have a website, elenadanan.org, where you can find everything. Uh, my books, books. Uh, uh, everything uh, i do webinars now once a month also we can find everything on my website just follow the clicks um, my youtube channel elena danan is where i put uh, for free all my videos um, everything i'm talking in, speaking in my books and in my webinars i also put it out for free on my my channel that you know you everyone access information webinars are more for q and you know interaction that's that's different um now i go yeah. Well, thank you, Elaine. We'll, we'll have to do this again. I always look forward to these and, and uh, it was fun. I'm going to post this actually right now. As soon as we get, as soon as we get off, I'm going to post it. Oh, brilliant. And um, well, um, um, all good blessings to you and uh, may always love guide your step and everyone who listens and watches this love must always give guide your steps. That's well said. Thank you, Aina, and have a good night. You too.